It's Wednesday night, so we take you now to Duffy's Tavern with our guest tonight, Gary Moore, and starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Bristol Myers, makers of Truchet for softer, lovelier hands and Vitalis for well-groomed hair. Truchet, Vitalis. Amen, your hair stays neater with Vitalis every day. And girls, your hands stay lovely when you guard them with Duffy's Tavern, where you leave me, Deed Archie, the man just speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, look, Duffy. Uh, tonight, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Gary Moore, the collegiate-looking uh, guy from the uh, Take It or Leave It show. Uh, sort of a queen for a day with a crew haircut. <laughs> huh? Is he funny? Oh, no, Duffy. He ain't supposed to be funny. He's a wit. Yeah, he does that uh, smart, satirical stuff, you know, sort of a tame Oscar Wilde. But uh, he's a nice guy, Duffy, you know. He don't let his brains go through his head. Huh? A friend of yours is coming down tonight, too? An accountant to check the books, huh? That's nice. An accountant to check the books? If I had the wings of an angel... Eddie, please. Look, I've been keeping them books for years, and... Huh? You think the books have been keeping me? <laughs> this is practically an accusation. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Eddie, he's wise to me. <laughs> the auditor's already on his way down, he says. Guess I'm dead. Yeah, well, well, what makes you so sure that the auditor's gonna find the shortage? You ever hear of an order defining a longage? Well, uh, how much you figure the books is short? I mean, is it uh, petty larceny or grand larceny? What do you mean? Well, uh, is it rent money or grain market? Grain market? Eddie, it's bad enough that I'm a crook. You don't have to infer that I have friends in Washington. Peter Guy now. Good evening. My name is Elmer Lauderprice. I'm the accountant. And you are Archie, I take it? He's Archie and he took it. <laughs> uh, look, Mr. Waterprice, uh, you're not the guy that inspected the books last year, are you? No. No, no, that's right. He ain't around no more. He's in a cement barrel in the bottom of the East River. Young man, I cannot be intimidated. Where are the books? Okay, they're over there in the corner in that safe. What safe? That hole in the wall. Uh, oh! <laughs> oh, uh, hello, Finnegan. Uh, oh, uh, who is John Stranger? Uh, he's an accountant, Finnegan. You see, Duffy thinks I'm a crook. Uh, uh, just a minute. Duffy thinks you're a crook? That's the allocation. That's 30 allocations. <laughs> 
can he think a thing like that about you, Watch? Well, you see, the books is a little unbalanced. Well, who ain't? <laughs> but to say that an honest guy like you is cooking, I got a good mind to punch that duffy in the nose myself. Well, Finnegan, it's nice to know that I still have one friend that believes in me. Well, gosh, after all, we've known each other for a long time, ever since we were kids. Yep, that's right. Because uh, you and me know each other about as good as any two guys in the whole world, huh? Yeah, just about. Uh, how much did you clip them for? Again. Well, I, oh, excuse me. Hello? Oh, hello, Gary. You lost? Uh, well, where on uh, 3rd Avenue? Where are you? A drugstore on Park Avenue? Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you what you do. Uh, go out to the street, you see, and you'll see a lot of them dames with that new look with them long dresses. Well, just keep going east till you see knees. <laughs> Okay, I'll see you in a little while. Uh, who was that, Art? That's Gary Moore, you know, the guy that gives away the $64 every week on the... You look... That's the way I can get the dough to cover the shortage on the books. Roger, <laughs> you going on taking a leave? Why not, Eddie? I have a reasonable modicum of intelligence. I've got common sense, good memory, think fast on my feet. Yeah, but you don't know nothing. <laughs> What do you have to know on them quiz programs? If the question is, who invented something, the answer is Edison. If it's a quotation, the answer is Shakespeare. If it's mathematics, the answer is Einstein. <laughs> but fools, they don't ask you none of them things. Well, in that case, you just say you're from Brooklyn and the audience cheers so loud they gotta give you the dough. <laughs> Say, men, what do you want from a hair preparation? You want it to make your hair look good, don't you? Yeah, I want that. But the trouble is, you put something on your hair to tame it down, and your hair gets that greasy look. That, my boy, is exactly the reason why more men are switching to Vitalis. Vitalis and the famous 60-second workout. Well, what's Vitalis got? It's what Vitalis hasn't got that makes all the difference. Vitalis doesn't contain any heavy, heavy mineral oils, so it tames your hair without that slick, greasy shine. And uh, where does that 60-second workout come in? Well, that's the way you use Vitalis. When you put it on a little on your hair, you rub your scalp briskly for 50 seconds. Then you comb for 10. And the result, believe me, is a better-looking head of hair. Better-feeling scalp, too. Because the Vitalis workout gives you a refreshing scalp-tingling stimulation. And it conditions your scalp by preventing dryness. It also routes loose dandruff and helps reduce excessive falling hair. So try Vitalis. See how it can give you the best-looking hair you ever thought possible. You'll really look your best tomorrow if you get that bottle of Vitalis tonight. Citizen Encyclopedia hair... Apple Ward, Aberdeen, Agamemnon, 
Alcatraz. Hmm. Agrippa. Boy, this Encyclopedia Britannica is a wonderful book, Eddie. Down here, any book that don't show a shortage is a wonderful book. Uh, here, take it, Eddie, and uh, let's try it out. Ask me a couple of questions, huh? Okay. Any particular type of question? No, any one you want. You know, like, uh, for who invented the Morse code? Okay. Uh, who did invent the Morse code? Well, it don't have to be that question. <laughs> You know, you, you, you ought to know who invented the Morse code. Morse code. Uh, Eddie, can't you give me a question that's a little more up to date? <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the formula for hydrogen? Well, that's simple. Half hydro and half gin. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's see. Gin. Uh, Eddie, did uh, Eli Whitney invent the Morse code? No. Uh, it was uh, invented by a gentleman named Morse. Morse, yeah. Morse Hart? <laughs> well, would that make you happy? Yes. Okay, Morse Hart is correct. <laughs> now for $2. Uh, give a complete explanation of nuclear physics in relation to uh, cosmic radiation. Yeah, huh? Uh, uh no, we have physics. Sir, I'd, I'd like to take a crack at that one. Then <laughs> again, you stay out of this. Sir, hey, hey, wait a minute. What's that porcupine doing in the free lunch? A porcupine? Finnegan, that's Gary Moore. <laughs> Mr. Moore, uh, may I say that it is choose our humble presence to welcome such a distinguished intelligentsia to these unmitigated archives? <laughs> Would you mind repeating the question? If I must be succinct, uh, <clears throat> welcome to Duffy's Tavern. I must say I've never been in a place that succincts more. <laughs> Gary, I realized that you were with Jimmy Durante for a long time and that you kind of set in your ways, but around here, smell jokes are passe. <laughs> I'm sorry, old man. Look, sort of disappointed. Well, I, I did have a couple of nose jokes that I thought I might... Well, uh, all right, but just one. Oh, gee, thanks. <clears throat> Duffy's Tavern is the store club smell backwards. <laughs> Feel better? Yeah. Good. <laughs> could I, could I try one more? Well, ordinarily we only allow one to a customer, but uh, okay, go ahead. Thanks. <clears throat> Duffy's Tavern is like a Mexican dog. It's airless. <laughs> <laughs> Was you and Durante still friends when you left? very close. We were like Abbott and Costello. This I can see. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see that you've graduated from Jokes, though, Gary. Uh, how's things uh, going on at Take It or Leave It show? Oh, pretty good. 
No, you must be very brilliant to run a program like that. Well, one does have to know quite a few questions and answers. Yeah. Uh, where do you get them questions? Well, I, I hold them in my left hand. Uh, and the answers? Well, I hold them in my right hand. Uh, then, as I understand it, your brilliance consists of rolling your eyes from right to left. <laughs> well, occasionally I add a little bit. I blink. <laughs> well, look, Gary, I was wondering if... Uh, uh, Archie, how about an introduction? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Gary, I would like you to meet Miss Duffy. Nature's revenge on peeping toms. <laughs> How do you do, Miss Duffy? I'm very happy to know you. Murray Hill, 3800. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Well, you're always asking questions. I thought I'd give you the answer first. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Moore, I have a TL for you. Oh, really? Uh, what's the TL? My girlfriend, Tessie Lopchick. She thinks you're the wittiest and cleverest comedian on the air. Well, thanks, Miss Lopchick, for me. And believe me, that's quite a compliment from a girl who can't even understand English. Wasn't kidding, Gary. Glad you met her. It should happen to Art Linkletter. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Moore, now that we've met, uh, isn't there a question you'd like to ask me? Yes. What is the capital of Mesopotamia? <laughs> Get it, Miss Duffy? He ain't taking it. He's leaving it. <laughs> You'll have to excuse Miss Duffy, Gary. It's leap year, and the dame ain't got many leaps left. <laughs> uh, Art, uh, may I interject a few words? Oh, go right ahead. Uh, go right ahead, my good man. Interject. Uh, Mr. Moore, Alexander Graham Bell. And 1492. What's that? Two answers. You figure out the question. <laughs> Archie, Archie, have, have I had a drink? No. Then I need one. Uh, sorry, Gary. I guess I should have prepared you. Uh, Finnegan, uh, this is Gary Moore. Well, you don't have to explain him. Uh, Gary, this is Clifton Finnegan. Please do. <laughs> How do you do? How do you do? How do you... Is that the dollar question, or are you just making conversation? <laughs> Hello, I let's go with the dollar question. I'll give it to you again. How do you do? Could you give me a hint? You'll have to excuse him, Gary. You see, when he was born, the uh, baby doctor was a little nearsighted, and Finnegan got slapped on the head. on my program sometime. We could use him as one of the questions. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Mr. Moore. Oh, uh, speaking of questions, I got one for you. Yeah? Uh, name a city. Let me see. A city, huh? Could you give me a hint? Uh, try San Francisco. 
Okay, is it, um... San Francisco? No, it's Schenectady. S-C-A-T-N-E-C-T-A-D-Y. Finnegan, that's amazing. You spelled Schenectady. I did? I thought I spelled San Francisco. <laughs> Congratulations, Mr. Finnegan. You have just won the jerk box. Archie, I've just been over the books. Oh, yes, Mr. Waterprice? I'm sorry to say that there's a shortage. A shortage? Well, this is very nonplussing. How much am I short? Fifty-seven dollars. Fifty-seven dollars short. Mm. Hey, Archie, is there any way I can help to get the books to balance? Well, uh, Mr. Moore, you know, you couldn't balance them books, though, if you held an ever sharp in one hand a parasol in the other. Fifty-seven dollars short. And stuff he'll send me to jail. Oh, no, we can't have that. Oh, Arch, I've got an idea. Why don't we put on a take it or leave it show right here in the tavern tonight? Maybe you'll win $64 and you can cover the shortage. Gary, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. You're going to win $64, you better put them right back in again. <laughs> Have you heard about the Truchet Touch? The Truchet Touch? The Truchet Touch. It's the softer, more velvety way your hands feel after you've used Truchet. Try Truchet and experience the Truchet Touch yourself. You see, never before has there been a hand lotion like Truchet. But uh, what makes Truchet so different? Truchet is different because you use it beforehand. Before you do the dishes or light laundry. Before you put your hands in that hot, soapy water. But what's the point of that? Truchet protects your hands while you work. Guards your hands from roughness and dryness, even in hot, soapy water. And listen, you don't need any other hand lotion when you use Truchet. For you can use Truchet anytime, for every lotion need. Use it for chapped hands, rough elbows, as a powder base, for loveliness all over. Really, you can keep your hands smooth, soft, lovely in spite of housework. You can give your hands that Truchet touch if you begin today to use Truchet. T-R-U-S-H-A-Y. Well, Gary, I'm all set. Uh, Eddie, announce the quiz show. Is there another category? 
Well, the only subjects left are baseball and etiquette. Baseball and etiquette? <laughs> well, that's it. Baseball? Of course not. Etiquette. <laughs> Why? The subject then is etiquette. Now, for one dollar, what is etiquette? Uh, etiquette is good for one dollar. This ain't so tough. <laughs> well, uh, how would you like to fire for two dollars? Well, you think I'm going to quit when I'm in the middle of a winning streak? <laughs> All right, for two dollars, what is a finger bowl? Finger bowl, uh... Uh, that's a thing that you wash your fingers in. That's correct. In case your fingers is full of mashed potatoes. <laughs> Shut up, you got the two dollars. <laughs> now, for four dollars, who wrote the book of etiquette? Could you give me a hint? Okay. The last name is Post. Post. Could you hint me the first name? I'll tell you this. The initial is E. E. I got it. Edgar Allan Post. <laughs> That's good. Edgar Allan Post pays you four dollars for originality. <laughs> now, now for the eight dollar question. What implement? What implement is used at the dining table for picking up lumps of sugar? Implements for picking up. Gary, could we go back to the, you know, do the $16 question first and come back to the $8 one later? No, I'm sorry, Archie, you have to answer the question now. What implement is used at the dining table for picking up lumps of sugar? An implement uh, picks up sugar. <clears throat> Tongues for the memory. I got it. What? Bob Hope. Lumps of sugar? It ain't hay. <laughs> it ain't right either. I'll give you one more chance. Oh, let's see. An implement, uh, an implement to pick up sugar. Uh, Miss Archie. Eddie, please get back to work and stop waving them sugar tongues. <laughs> That's the answer. What? What you just said. Get back to work? No. Stop waving? No. The sugar thing? Yes. Boy, I'm smarter than I thought I was. <laughs> okay, hit me with that sixteen dollar question now. Uh, just, just a minute, it took you three guesses to get the eight dollar question. It's a free country, ain't it? <laughs> it ain't that free. But I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll give you an alternate question. Alternate question? Uh, go ahead. All right. What is the largest city in Italy? Let's get back to etiquette, huh? Okay. Does one eat peas with a knife 
Or with a fork? What a silly question. One uses a fork. That's right. Use the knife to cut them with. <laughs> Would you like to try it for 32? Okay, 32 bucks it is. Okay. Name a steel manufacturing city in northwestern Indiana. Just a minute. What's that question got to do with etiquette? What have your answers got to do with the question? <laughs> Go ahead now. Name a steel manufacturing city in northwestern Indiana. Well, it's a kind of a tough one, Gary. That's absolutely correct, Gary, Indiana. I didn't read that Encyclopedia Britannica for nothing. <laughs> now, now, would you like to try for 64? 64, let's see. I owe the book 57. Okay, hit me again. Very well. The $64 question. Now, this question concerns table matters. Now, uh, the King of England comes to your house for dinner. Natural. <laughs> well, uh, where does he sit? Uh, in the dining room, of course. You think I put the King of England in the kitchen? No, no, I, I mean, I mean, does he sit to your right or to your left? Well, if it's the King of England, he sits to me right. That's correct, absolutely correct. Archie, how did you know? Well, I wouldn't want him sitting where he can see in the bathroom. <laughs> Here's your $64. You got it in cash? Yeah. 64 bucks. $64. I got all at one time. Eddie. Eddie, call up Peaches Latour and tell her to meet me at the store club in a half an hour. The store club? But Archie, I thought you needed this money to balance the books. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes, I should take care of that. Eddie, do me a favor, will you? What? Uh, next year, remind me to win the Miss Hush contest so I can balance the books. Huh? <laughs>
Why not leave Duffy's Tavern for this evening? But let's meet here again at this same time next Wednesday when our guest will be Miss Olga San Juan. Until next Wednesday, then, this is Rod O'Connor reminding you that for well-groomed hair, remember Vitalis. And for softer, lovelier hands, remember Truchet. Each Wednesday, Bristol Myers bring you Duffy's Tavern and Mr. District Attorney, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.